Today, we're going to talk about something that is constantly always on my mind, which is social media etiquette. If I had my way, there'd be no instant messenger anywhere. I think instant messenger has done such a disservice for the constant need of immediate response for anything. Back in the day, we would send an email and wait for a response pretty patiently, I might add. Depending upon who you're emailing, you could get a response immediately or within one to two, three days, sometimes even a week. I know that whenever I'm emailing a company or a business leader, I'm not expecting an immediate response. It may take a few days to get a response unless we're working on something that's pretty pressing. You are listening to the Anna Brandt Podcast for the year 2023. Anna Brandt has been a professional photographer for over 24 years and has taught worldwide in over 40 countries. She continues to educate in person and online while running a busy studio in Tustin, California. My Mom's Podcast is all about educating and motivating the creative entrepreneur. My name is Ava Brandt, and I am happy to welcome you to the fifth season of My Mom's Podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. What I'm finding is a DM is a hot second away, a Facebook instant messenger. Now, what's great about Facebook with the business pages is you can have an auto reply, which is fantastic because in my auto reply for DMs and Facebook for all my business applications, I say, contact me via email. Look, I'm a Virgo. I love to organize. I love to categorize. To me, email is the best. I have a hundred different folders for different subjects and topics. I can flag it. I can go back to it if I don't have time for immediate response. And then I can go back and look in the history. The challenge is when you're messaging somebody and then DMing them somewhere else and then emailing them, it's hard to keep track of the same conversation. Do you find that to be troublesome? I do. It drives me absolutely crazy. I have two audiences. I have my clients and I have my photographers. I must say my clients are amazing. They don't really DM me unless they're trying to get information about booking, which I encourage them to do. Since we do online payment for sessions, they can DM me or send me a message and ask about availability before they make an online purchase. But other than that, I'd say 99% of the time, my clients email me. If they're looking for a status on an order, they're inquiring about a session, they want to order a product, they're really great about emailing me. And not only that, they're super patient in a response. Even more so, I find that if I don't respond immediately, or if enough time passes, my client will email again saying, perhaps you missed it. I know you're busy. This is the email that I sent. And I'm always quick to say, oh my gosh, either I did miss it or sorry for the delay in reply. So from my client business, my Brandt photography business, I don't really have any complaints as far as social etiquette or email etiquette. I've never once in my entire career, never had a client go on Facebook and ask me the status of their order. They don't Facebook message me or really DM me about their order unless it, they can't find it or we're having miscommunication issues. Most of the time they email. You'll never see in any group on any page, a client posting, I'm checking on the status of my order, even if I'm very behind. And I love that about my clients. They're super respectful and I'm so appreciative of it. This podcast is more towards the photographer side. I find that as photographers, we can do so much better. 
Photographers want instant responses always, which I find baffling because if you're a photographer, we're mostly either in session or behind the computer. I spend many of my days behind a camera. I'm not on email all the time, even though I have a phone pretty handy. I'm not on email all the time. And if I see the email on my phone, I actually prefer to go to my computer and sit down and type in a response because I'm terrible at typing on the phone. My nails always get in the way. I always mistype and I can't get my words out fast enough. I'm a super fast typer. So I can sit down on my computer and type much faster faster than on my phone. But yet when a photographer is emailing me, number one, they always assume I've received the email. And I got to tell you, many emails go to junk. I know for clients, many, many times my emails go to their junk. And I even tell them when I'm sending a gallery, if you don't receive a gallery by such and such time, send me an email because maybe it went to get junk. <clears throat> because maybe it went to junk or maybe I forgot to send it. And they're always so great about, hey, just checking in on my gallery and then I respond. Photographers, on the other hand, oh my goodness, the, the if I could show you all the emails and comments I get. First of all, photographers will DM me all day long, Facebook message me all day long and email me all day long and post in groups all day long about every single topic humanly possible and many things off topics. And they're not so patient to wait for a response. I just had a photographer recently post to my personal page when I said, please reach out via email, not messenger, saying I hadn't responded to her email from a month ago. Well, I searched her name and no email has come up. Maybe I went to junk, never, never land. I did check junk. I did check spam. But I think as far as social etiquette goes, what we as photographers and creatives should do, if we send an email and someone doesn't respond right away, give it a little bit of time. What if they're traveling? What if they're out of the country? What if they're in three-day sessions? What if they're ill? Give them a little bit of time. And then if they don't respond, a simple email again, just following up, just checking in, no rush when you're busy. Because the constant pressure to respond all the time, I think is getting out of control. I receive hundreds of messages a day from all different parts of the world. Everything from where is the workshop I'm going to, to what credit do I have, to has my order been shipped? Because I handle an online store, I actually have people that handle my shipping. So posting on my Facebook pages every day to Sunday, asking if something shipped when I specifically say, contact our support department via email and then just wait. They actually take off on the weekends. They actually go to sleep at night. But I'm finding that photographers are very impatient. And then when they do email, if they don't get a response, they're quick to go to the Facebook group and say, can you please respond to my email? Or even worse is off topic posts. You know what I'm talking about. Let's say you post, well, I'll use me as an example. I post about a beautiful baby. There's a couple of responses that just don't sit well with me. One will be completely mm -hmm. off topic, like has my order shipped? When I'm posting about maybe a beautiful baby I just photographed and completely off topic. Number one, anytime you want to check on that, send an email to support. If they haven't responded, send it again and send it again. You don't wanna post something completely off topic because that's just gonna bother the person that's making the post. And most of the time, if you're a photographer or creative that has a store, has multiple businesses, you usually have someone helping you and you're not even the person to handle that, such as myself. Another thing that is super bothering is you'll post this beautiful baby in a little dress on a prop and someone will say, where did the prop come from? 
Well, hold on a second. What about, hey, beautiful baby photo? I've seen this happen, not just to me, but so many others, where clearly the person responding loves the baby photo or loves the prop, or they wouldn't be asking that. Now, I get it. As creatives, we're excited. We're like probably thinking, oh, that's a beautiful image. I wonder where she got it. But before you're so quick to do that, maybe take a breath and a pause and say, let's compliment the baby. Let's compliment the image. I actually had a client comment about this last year. She asked me, why do photographers always ask where you got things? And they don't really comment on the image itself. And I was like, oh my goodness. This was a client saying that. I think as far as social etiquette, we tend to forget that everybody sees everything and watches everything. I remember last year there was a photographer and she was posting a lot of personal things. And I just reached out to her privately saying, maybe she shouldn't post these personal things on her page for the whole world to see. I knew she was trying to build her business. And I thought that maybe some of the posts maybe might deter some clients from coming to her. She immediately told me that this was her personal page and no one could see it. And I was like, mm, I'm pretty sure people can see it. As far as social media, we don't own social media. Whatever we put out there can stay. Someone can screenshot it. They can download it. As fast as you can delete it, someone even faster has already screenshot it. And if we were to teach our children, what do we teach our children? Watch what you say, watch what you do, watch the photos you put on the internet, You know, watch your mannerisms, how you dress, how you treat other people, be patient, be kind in response. But I feel that so many times as adults, we're lacking in that. Take a breath, say thank you, use your kind words, compliment an image, like it. But so many photographers, they won't do that. They'll just save the image on their phone to try to duplicate that image rather than compliment the person posting it saying, what a beautiful image, congratulations on that image. I see this happen time and time and time for photographers that they don't reach out to the person posting their image. They just want to know where's the location, where's the prop, how did you do this, what are your settings? That's another one. What are your settings? Take a breath. The next time you're about to write something, pause. Imagine if you're on the person on the other side, how would they receive it? Are you saying, where's my order? Where's this? Has it shipped? You haven't responded to my email. Why haven't you called me back? I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. Maybe imagine the person that you're emailing or contacting. Are they overwhelmed? Are they busy? Are they traveling? Are they working on something, other things? And let's give a little bit of grace and kindness. I wrote down a couple of these things that I found were super bothersome to me. I feel that, you know, when it comes to social media, we just throw everything out the window. You know, now you can do anonymous posts, which means you can go into groups and post anonymously. So I'm part of many different groups. And so in the mom's groups, people are posting about their marriages and their children. And then I'm in photography groups and they're posting about their clients. And we think people aren't seeing things. Many clients will say, we don't want images of my baby on social media, but yet a photographer will post in a group, oh, this client doesn't want their baby on social media, but can you just look at this and critique it? No, that's a no. I'm pretty sure your client said they didn't want you to post on social media. Oh, well, it's a group. No one can see it except for when that client has a friend in your group and screenshots it and sends it to the client, and then you're in trouble. I've seen that happen, not to me, but to others. Why do we think that everything is safe and protective on social media? Whether it's a group, Twitter, Instagram, DM, we think, oh, no one will see it. I sent a private DM. Really? Do you know how many things get screenshotted, passed on, downloaded? Nothing is private on social media. I'm going to repeat that again. Nothing is private on social media. 
So when you're posting, whatever you're posting, think twice before you're quick to the keyboard. You have a problem with someone, you're upset with somebody, you have a beef with someone, contact them directly. Let's go back to the old school method. I don't know, pick up the telephone and maybe call them, send them a direct email. And by all means, just be patient and treat others the way we want to be treated. You know, another thing is with these anonymous posts, what I think that many people don't realize is if you're in an admin in a group, you can see who the anonymous poster is. I know this because I own several groups and recently there was an anonymous post in my group and I didn't even know that I could see who the poster was, but I went to comment on it and I hovered over it and it showed me the name of that anonymous poster. So if you're anonymously posting and you're trying to get help or you're struggling and you're having personal issues, beware that the admin of the group can see your name and she may know about the person you're talking about or the situation you're in. So social etiquette goes more than just how we behave and what we say. It goes with protecting who we are. You know, many times when I'm traveling or staying somewhere, I'm not posting the hotel I'm at or posting every single part about my trip, mainly because of safety for myself and my children. I do believe that some things need to be private and offline. We don't need to regurgitate and spill everything we do online. And if we do, remember that it's not private. Another thing that I want to talk about is just making sure that when you are trying to get clients or you're excited about, let's say you're excited about a particular season that's coming up, the Christmas season is coming up and everybody's starting to prepare and buy their holiday backdrops and stock their closets. It's a very busy time in the photography world. But what's a big no-no in the photography world and really any creative sector is making sure that you're not using someone else's work to promote your own. What do I mean by that? Well, Let's say you see this beautiful Christmas scene and you really love that backdrop and you're going to go buy that backdrop. And then you share the photographer's image. Oh, don't you love this backdrop? I just bought it. See what they did? I'm going to do the same thing. Buy your special on my website. No, no, no. That's a no-no. That's not your work. And it's not really fair to take the photographer's image and promote your own work. I've actually had photographers ask me to do that. Say, Anna, can I take this image of yours and promote my mermaids? No, you cannot. Those are not your clients. My clients are signing their own releases and some don't sign releases. Well, if they didn't, I guess I wouldn't post their image. But let's say for the, the images that I am sharing, my clients have given me permission to share, but they're certainly not giving you permission to promote your business. Plus it's just a no-no and it's tacky. If you wanna do something of your own, get a model, order your backdrop and go and shoot it and then promote that. There's a lot of photographers that do this and some get caught, some people steal other people's images and some get caught and some don't. The bottom line is it's not your work. It's not your work to share or to post. If you're inspired by something else, I really don't think it's a good idea to say, look at this, I can do this, come sign up on my page. Unless it's like something you see in a magazine. Like I had seen, you know, this thing in Pottery Barn one time and I was like, oh, I think I'm going to do some summer minis, you know, using this. And people were like, oh, I love that idea. That's one thing. But I would never go and take a photographer's work and say, 
see this cute setup? I'm going to do the same thing and then go and duplicate it. Another thing I see is that, especially in small towns, a photographer will come up with this amazing idea and let's say lemonade stand and she'll have a great time and she'll promote it and she'll do all these things. And then someone in the same town, five minutes away, will do the exact same setup. That's just so rude, you guys. I don't I don't really believe in competition. I really don't care about competition. I actually think competition is healthy because it it helps push us and expand our limits. But there's something to be said for directly copying somebody, especially in your own town. Just stop doing it. I have photographers come to me and they'll go, Anna, they'll even tell me that other members in my group will be doing it to them. And I just think that's bad business. Like you want to be a business owner. You want people to come to you for your ethics, your responsibility your work, right? Well, copying, especially some people that are copying set by set, copying the entire set that someone's doing down to the outfit and the backdrops and the pricing, and then promoting it in your own in your same town is just not a good idea. I haven't experienced that myself, but I have a lot of photographers come to me and tell me they've experienced this and it's super frustrating, especially when they're trying to be innovative and create something new and they go out and spend the props and then for someone to turn around and do the exact same thing in their town. Has that happened to you? If it has, feel free to comment on my podcast, whether you're watching this on YouTube or, or anywhere else you see this, because I don't think it's okay. I think we need social etiquette. I think we need responsibility. I think we need ethics. I think we need best practices. And I think we need to behave the way we expect our children to behave. And if you're not a parent, then it behave the way and treat other people the way you want to be treated. You want your clients to hire you for your work, your vision. Yes, we can be inspired by something. If someone in your town is doing a lemonade stand and you like it, great, go create your own lemonade stand and make it completely different than their lemonade stand and draw in your own clients. Don't piggyback off of somebody else's marketing. If you like a prop, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, where did you get it? Especially me, I sell things in a store. Most people will say, is this in your shop or is it from somewhere else? And of course I'll tell them, but you know, it'd be even more awesome if he just said, Hey, Anna, nice image. Good work. Thanks for, you know, sharing your images. Many times I don't even get that. And photographers will go, Oh, you've been around a long time. Everyone knows you're good. There's an analogy that I've used many times. As many of you know, I have three children and Olivia, my middle child, um, all, all of them are smart, but I remember one time Olivia was studying really hard uh, for a test and she got a really good grade on it. But I remember we had this conversation about when she gets a good score, someone will just be like, yeah, of course, Olivia, you know, that's great. That's fine. Like not even compliment her on it. And, and she would be like, but I studied all night too. And it was almost because she was in the honors program, people were just expecting her to get a good grade, but they wouldn't be like, hey, good job, Olivia, you must have spent the entire night studying. They would either not respond, ignore her because their grade was less than, or just go, of course. Imagine how that makes a child feel if they work super hard on something and then someone just goes, oh yeah, well, I mean, we expect that, you know whatever, or worse, ignore it. Imagine what that does to somebody's ego thinking, well, that doesn't mean I didn't try. It's the same with me. Just because I've been in this industry 24 years, if I post a baby image, many people go, beautiful, of course. I know they mean well, so I don't say anything. But to me, it's like, yeah, but I worked really hard on that shot. And that baby was crying for two hours. And I can't even believe I got that shot. Do you know what I mean? I think we all need to just 
double tap a little bit more, say a few maybe more kinder words, maybe take the time to appreciate somebody and just thank them for doing a good job or just thank them for showing up. Just in my own group, sometimes I'll see people post images and no one will even respond. And I get so sad. I think, gosh, that person posted that image and it took everything they can to post that image and no one even said good job. I'm always trying to encourage my members to reach out, work with each other, praise each other because we're all creatives trying to do our job. As far as social etiquette, I think we just need to take a breath. I think we just need to pause on the instant notifications, messages, urgent DMs, and send an email, make a phone call, and wait for the response. And don't get so upset when someone doesn't respond right away. Or if they don't respond, don't assume they're ignoring you. Maybe give them another chance, maybe even a second or a third chance. I go in my junk almost every day trying to look for missed messages, and I suggest we all do the same. I think in the social world, we all need a little bit more grace and kindness. The only other topic I'm going to draw on in this podcast is the constant quest for finding a cheap photographer. You see it in the mom's groups. You see it everywhere. I'm looking for a photographer who doesn't cost an arm and a leg. I'm looking for someone cheap. I'm looking for someone in my budget. And, you know, photographers get so offended because they say, I'm just trying to build my business. I don't want your limbs. I don't know how much an arm and a leg costs. Um, I actually kind of find that super offensive to those who don't have arms and legs and do have to use artificial arms and legs. I, I find that that just a whole thing, that whole phrase just so offensive. Like, let's just have some respect. You can say, I'm looking for an affordable photographer or I'm looking for a photographer. Send me a list of examples and then go to their website and do your due diligence and search on your own to find out their pricing. Just this morning, I saw someone post about me in a photographer's group and they said, Anna's great. She's expensive, but she's good. And I just kind of smiled. I was like, that's fine. That's okay. No apologies about my pricing. Some people could say my pricing is expensive and some people could say it should be higher. It doesn't matter to me. I've been around a long time. And the reason I put my pricing on my website is so clients can qualify themselves. And if they want to hire me, they hire me. I don't play games with pricing and it doesn't bother me if someone says I'm expensive at all. But I think that when we're looking for services, not just photography, whether it's dog walking or haircutting, maybe we just watch how we ask for it. Just reach out and ask for referrals and then go do our homework off line. And then photographers, don't be so offended when you see it posting and then start blasting and ranting on your page. No one wants to see you blasting and ranting. You know what they want to see? They want to see you being creative. They want to see you being positive. Could you imagine if Oprah Winfrey, every time someone pissed her off, she blasted on social media? Because I'm pretty sure with her network, she has a story or two. But she's always kind. She's always respectful. She's always motivating. Those are the people that I look to, not just Oprah, but there's a ton of other male and female creators, leaders, you know, industry experts that I'm sure get rubbed along on a daily basis. But we're seeing what they put out in the world and they're choosing to rise to a higher level. They're choosing to be positive and motivating regardless of the hate emails, the, the mean voicemails and the everything else. So I think from this podcast, what I want you to get out of it today is let's go back to some social etiquette. Let's go back to think before we speak. Let's take a breath. Let's give everybody a little bit more patience, a little bit more kindness. And I think if we can all do that, we might just be 
maybe a kinder, sweeter space on social media and in person. Hopefully something in this podcast resonated with you and every day we can do just a little bit better than we did yesterday. Did you like this podcast? We would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her. To learn more about Anna, visit AnnaBrandt.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at AnnaBrandtEducation.com.